Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's Word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory be unto God in this place. I, I am excited that you have joined us on tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we've dealing with uh, abortions in the church. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're dealing with um, the, the, the spirit behind um, uh, abortions. And um, so we're just de- dealing with a series. And so today we're going to be dealing with killing, right, in the church, which still um, is going to keep us right in the line of Abortion, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, very much needed topic that needs to be streamed um, on the mountaintop so that everyone that has an ear can hear what the spirit of the true living God is saying to the church dynamic people of God. Um, we're living in a society. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all see how excited I am. I'm I'm just ready to just jump in to this um, this topic on um, tonight. Amen. Glory to God. I'm just skipping all formalities, right, and things of that nature. But we bless the name of the true living God in this place. Amen. Let us first. Go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, gracious Lord, we ask that you meet us in the church on tonight. Empower us tonight, oh God, with your spirit, oh God. Rest upon us, oh God, with your presence, oh God. Guide us and lead us into conversation of truth, oh God, so that we may see Oh, God, what it is that is taking place around the world throughout the nation so that we can put to death, oh, God, the spirit of murder, Lord, uh, that is coming in all forms, shapes, and fashions, spiritually so and naturally so, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus, open up our eyes on tonight so that we may see, oh God, your truth, oh God, that we may, oh God, know what it is that you are speaking, that you may experience 
expose the, the plan and the tactics of the adversary, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh, Holy King of Israel. Empower us on tonight. Draw your people from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that they may hear, O oh God, what it is that you will release on tonight. In the majestic name of Jesus, take full control, O oh God, of this broadcast. And, O oh God, we ask that you heal. We ask that you set free. We ask that you deliver, O oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus, that you and moving this broadcast, oh God, among your people in the name of Jesus, almighty King of Israel, Father God uproot, Lord God, uproot, destroy, and tear down, oh God, every work of the enemy that will cause us Oh, God, to put to death, oh, Lord God, a life that will cause us to put to death our dreams, our goals, the very purpose of our existence, almighty King, oh, Holy One of Israel. We thank you for, oh, God, teaching and guiding us in truth that we would see the parallel between the natural and, oh, God, the spiritual, oh, God, in the majestic name of of Jesus for such a time as this, where, oh God, believers, oh God, are supporting laws that take the life of a human, oh God, of a, of a child in which you have sanctioned um, for such a time as this, oh God. Father, have your way. That, Lord God, that your people, that your people, oh God, that they would no longer abort the things of you, your commands, your statutes, and your decrees, almighty King, have your way in this earth, oh God. We thank you. We thank you for exposing the hand of the enemy, oh God, and opposing your people to rise up out of the darkness into your marvelous light, O oh God, that they will walk in your ways in the majestic name of Jesus, that life, O oh God, is important to you, so it ought to be important to us in the majestic name of Jesus. Father, we repent for this nation, we we repent, oh God, hallelujah, for your people, oh God, who have come in agreement, oh God, with the spirit of death in the name of Jesus, convict their hearts, oh God that they will see the errors of their ways, and that they will turn unto you, O oh God, and that they will cry out, hallelujah, and repent before you, almighty King, and that they will turn from their ways, and that they will no longer agree, O oh God, and 
is my God and conform, oh God, to the spirit of death that is running rapidly in the land. No more murders, oh God. No, no more, oh God, abortions, almighty king of human life of your commands, your statutes, or your decrees, oh God. Even, oh God, no more abortions, oh God, of of dreams and goals and aspirations and visions and, and purpose, oh God, and that which you have, oh God, placed on the inside of us. Oh, majesty, have your way in this place. That we, oh God, my God, will stand up in truth and in righteousness, almighty King, that we may not anger you, my God, that we may not anger you, oh God, and have to deal with the judgment of your anger because we have aborted your word, O Holy One of Israel, O Sovereign God, give mercy unto your people, like grace, O my God, keep your people as you are surely slow to anger, O God. We're just praying for hearts and minds that will be convicted in your truth, oh God, and they will begin to be the light of your word, almighty King, in the majestic name of Jesus, have your way in the church on tonight, and we thank you, God, for restoration forgiveness, oh God, deliverance and salvation for those, oh God, who have done a horrendous act, but because of your sovereignty, that you will forgive your people and that you would heal your people and that you will restore your people. And that you would deliver your people. Oh, in the majestic name of Jesus, have your way. Oh, holy God. And surely we'll give you the glory. Surely, oh God, we'll give you the praise in this place. And it is in the majestic name of Jesus. That we have prayed, amen, amen, and amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, King. My God, we just bless the name of Jesus on tonight right here in the church. Amen. And so go ahead and do me a favor. Go ahead and do me a favor. Um, go ahead and share this broadcast on your
social media platform so that those that you know can get in on this powerful conversation. Amen. In the name of Jesus on this powerful, powerful conversation on tonight. I would definitely love to get your comments on tonight. Um, I'm even opening up the lines for um, those who desire to call in. Amen. And give your opinion on this matter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to open up the lines on tonight. And so I definitely would look forward to you guys calling in at 563-999-1824 as we deal with this powerful topic. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Hallelujah. I do want to thank all of you who have shared the broadcast on your time as this. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Because God is awesome. God is absolutely amazing. Dynamic people of God. Amen. Amen. And amen. So on tonight, as I was just preparing um, for tonight's broadcast, I was reminded of the book of Exodus. I was reminded about Pharaoh, right? Um, oh, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I was reminded about Pharaoh telling the midwives, right, that when the Israelite women go into labor to kill their baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm reminded of that, him calling them, um, because um, when he seen the Israelites and the favor and the blessing of the Lord upon them, Amen. Um, fear gripped him, and um, the, the the spirit of murder came upon him, and he set out an assignment to decrease them in number, so that they would not have the strength to come up against them in war and win, because they was a numerous enough. To win if war broke out between the Israelites and the Egyptians. So in Exodus 1, amen, um, verse 15, the word reads like this. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of one was Safar, and the name of the other were poor. And he said, when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them 
on the bar stools. If it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. And said to them, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? And the midwife said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Therefore, God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mightily. And so it was, because the midwives feared God, that he provided households for them. My God. My God, my God. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. My, my, my. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I want that to meditate in our minds, and that's the process that for a moment. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I want you to have that in your thought process as we talk about and deal. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, with the um the New York, the Reproductive Health Act. Amen. That was um, signed on January the 22nd in 2019 that expanded the legality of abortions and eliminated several restrictions on abortions in the state. Amen. And so we are going to deal with that. Remember, people of God, even as I told you last week, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, abortion does not start, it does not start, right, the thought of abortion and the behavior of abortion does not start at the moment that a woman is notified of being pregnant, Moral codes of conduct and standards of living has already been aborted way before one finds themselves in a situation that they may find as an inconvenience, 
and decide that they want to play God and that they want to be the one who choose that give and take life. But for every life that we decide that we're going to take, my God, every life that mankind decides that they're going to take, they are responsible for that life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. They are responsible for that life, dynamic people of God. So you have to ask yourself, my God, do I want to hold the weight, the weight, my God, of being responsible for taking a life? Is that the weight that I want to carry? Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Hallelujah, my God. Do you want to carry that weight? Do you want to have to be one that has to bear the consequences um, for taking a life? Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. But I want us to sit here for a moment, amen, and, and, and just kind of meditate and think about what we just read over in um, the book of Exodus, amen, chapter 1. As I begin to, I looked over the bill a little, and I looked over some other things, amen, and as I was sitting here, God just took me there, and even in the reading of it, I began to kind of see the parallel, right, um, in this law, right, that has been um, put in place, my, my, mom that has been put in place. Um, so let's, let's get ready to address it. I want to take a quick break. And then after our break, I want to come back and just deal with um, the law. I want to deal with the law that they put together. I want to read to you guys what the law says so that we can um, we can know for ourselves what is what is saying instead of um, getting sound bites amen of what is being said um, glory to God thank you Jesus hallelujah I know through my reading I got a better understanding of what was being said however I Still don't agree with the law. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to deal with it. Amen. In this, in this word of truth. And we're going to allow God. We're going to allow God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, to enlighten us. 
Amen. Glory to God. So we're going to be right back. Give us a great moment, a time, an opportunity to really saturate ourselves. Meditate while we on break. Just meditate on um, that Exodus chapter 1, starting at verse 15. Meditate it. Meditate on it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We're going to take a break, dynamic people of God, right here in the church. We'll be right back. Go ahead and get your water. Amen. Go ahead and get your snack or whatever it is that you need um, to go ahead and grab. Get your pen and paper as well as we get ready to go through this um, this word, go through the word of God. Also, amen, as we get ready to skim through this law that has been um, put into um, put into law, right, um, as well, amen, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. We'll be right back in Jesus' name.
right now song for a right now message I am yours Lord I, 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 I desire to do what you want me to do I give it all I lay it all at your feet I give it all to you God so that I can do what it is 
that you have called forth for me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God that I may do your will. God, I am yours. Amen. One who would humble themselves under the hand of God and follow his statutes, commands, and his decrees. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The proof of our love is through the obedience of God's word. Amen. Not that in which we pick and choose what we want to do, but that in which he has spoken, taking nothing away from it and adding absolutely nothing to it. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Um, tonight we're just dealing with killing in the church. We're going to be, and amen, we're just tied into abortions in the church. We're going to be dealing with the um, the state law, amen, the reproductive act that was passed, the bill that was passed in New York on January the 22nd, amen, of this year. My God. And so we want to talk about some of the different components. Amen. Um, in this particular law, it's a lot of things are very, very interesting um here. Amen. Um in this particular um in this particular bill. Amen. So um prior to this act, abortions was illegal after 24 weeks of pregnancy with limited exceptions. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The act legalized abortions at any time when necessary to protect a woman's life or health. This act allows medical professionals who are not doctors to perform abortions. It also repeals criminal charges for harming unborn children. My God, so let's talk about some of these things that they have um, laid out here in in this particular act, and then we'll have conversation about you know some some other things. We know there's a lot of different things that are being thrown out. I mean, thrown out um, when it comes to. Um, this particular bill that has been that has been established that has been established. So I want to read um, a portion of the Article 25A in the Reproductive Health Act. Amen. And so this particular so that Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
this particular bill. So here we go. This is the policy and the purpose. It said that the legislator finds that comprehensive reproductive health care is a fundamental component of every individual's health privacy and equality. Therefore, it is the policy of the state that every individual have a fundamental right to choose or refuse contraception or sterilization. That every individual who becomes pregnant has the fundamental right to choose to carry the pregnancy to term, to give birth to a child, or to have an abortion um, pursuit to this article. The state shall not discriminate against, deny, or interfere with the exercise of the rights set forth in this section in the regulation or provision of benefits, um, facilities, services, or information. A health healthcare practitioner, licensed, certified, or authorized under Title VIII of the Educational Law, acting within his or her law scope of practice, may perform an abortion when, according to the um, practitioner's reasonable and good faith professional judgment based on the facts of the patient's case. The patient is within 24 weeks from the consummate of pregnancy or there is an absence of fetal viability or the abortion is necessary to protect the patient's life or health. This article shall be construed and applied consistent with any subject to applicable law and applicable and authorized regulations governing health care procedures. That said, um, that alone said more then enough, amen. I'm glory to God, but there, there are very other sections and subcodes and things of that nature that is um, down in this particular law. So let's kind of, again, as I talked about in this particular law, right, as I talked about in the law, um, that the practitioner, you know, just a good faith professional, that they can make the decision um, within 24 weeks or, and that or, you know, it gives the option to extend past the 24 weeks if the fetal is not viable. They feel that the fetal is not viable or there's an absence of a fetal viability or the abortion. I mean, I'm sorry, or the abortion is necessary to protect the patient's life. There's a lot to be said there, but 
when I just think about that particular um, component right there, first of all, defining or deciding what is feeding a fetal viability, right? Fetal viability um, is defined as being to the point when a fetus was potentially able to live outside of the mother's womb, even with artificial aid. If, if a fetal is, you know, able to live outside of the womb, even with um, artificial aid, something to assist them, right? So it's saying that if that is absent, so that would mean if fetal viability is absent, that means that the baby would have to be already dead, right? At least that's the way I'm taking it in. Because if fetal viability is is um is is defined as when a fetus is able to live outside of the mother's womb, then in other words, it's saying there's some life there. There some life there. And so since some life is there, then um, abortion, you know, should not be a non-factor. But let me back up one second because I don't even, um, as we're dealing with um, what we're considering to be late-time um, abortions, let me let me just clear the record for those who, those who didn't get it last week. Uh, <laughs> amen. Let me clear the record that I do not believe, amen, I don't believe in abortions um, at all. Neither am I, I feel that they're acceptable at any given moment. Why? Because God is the giver of life. Right. So if God is the giver and the sustainer of life, then when do we get the um when do we begin to make the decision on when life is sustained? When when is that decision made? Who gives us that power? And who gives us the right to make such decision, right? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we have to be um, very mindful that we're not putting ourselves in the place of God, that we're not putting ourselves in the place of God, dynamic people of God, amen, and that we just allow God to be God, and we just be his servants. And so we can 
Uh, we shouldn't make calls or calls. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, somebody may see, okay, um, your, your baby may have some um, um, some defects, um, what they may consider to be defects. And so people say, hey, that's not convenient for me. I want my baby to have, you know, what is considered to be a normalcy in life, which, I mean, these days is a whole lot of things, great area. But, however, if God forms, if God shapes, if God, and and I'm using the word if in the formative that he does, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. I think David said in, in Psalms 139, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. He said, you saw my unformed body. Amen. He said, you saw my unformed body. He said, you woven me together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And so, um, in, in other words, he's just saying, okay, God, you put me together in the womb of my mother. And so the way that God puts us together is, amen, is the way that he designed us on purpose for his purpose. That he designed us on purpose for his purpose. David said, you created my innermost beings. You knitted me together in my mother's room. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full will. I know that full will. And because the doctor gave us one report, I'm just, I was just thinking about this bill and I was looking at other different things concerning it that I'll talk about in a moment, but I was like, where is the trust in God? Where, you know, we have left God out of the equation, you know, when we've um, come into these places and these decisions that that we determine that we're going to make, we're leaving God out. And all I think I can hear is, oh, ye of little faith, oh, ye of little faith. God takes life. God sees life as a human life um, very, very valuable. Very valuable. From the womb to the tomb. From the womb to the tomb. God sees the life of human or a mankind to be very, very valuable. We read from Exodus 21 last week that if people, men were fighting and they heard the woman 
who was with child and she gave birth prematurely and there was no harm that the person should be punished according to the woman's husband imposed on him. But if something was to happen to that baby's life, said, but if any harm follows, then you shall give life for life, eye for eye, two for two, hand for hand, foot for foot, born for born, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. So what if God just started taking people's lives? Now you, you go and get the abortion and go ahead and do it, and God just take your life. God just take your life. What what? Just what if? Then you have another life gone tragically. Why? Because they just could not follow the statutes, the commands, and the decrees of God. Of God. So where is the morality in, in in the church gone? What has desensitized us in such a way that we're okay with coming behind such laws to um, to pacify or to satisfy the error of our ways? Or to um, expose the wickedness that's within. Why? Now, and and I know you know that there's there's just several several reasons, and I'm I'm gonna go and dig into reasons and things of that nature. You know, I know we got fear. I know you got you know some people um, get have abortions because of fear. Um, um, they don't have, they say that they don't have the resources to take care of the child. They don't, um, and, you know, they, they're not married, right? Um, and so they, and I want to, you know, they don't know they're going to have the support to take care of the child and just so many other different things. I don't want to be a single parent in the, you know, which is not a good time to even be thinking about these things because the thought, again, the thought about all of that should have been in place before you decided to do an immoral act and get pregnant. See, we've just aborted our moral code of conduct. And because we've aborted those, then it has opened up, it has opened up death gates, widen up death gates. Also widen up the gates of hell as well for people who just, choose to not live according to the word of God. According to the word of God. 
And so I was just thinking about, I was thinking about this bill, and I was over here thinking about, you know, Pharaoh as well. And I'm like, wow. It's, it's just another form. He said, midwives, kill them. When you get there, go ahead and kill them. My Jesus. Go, go ahead and kill him. Now, he wanted him dead because he, he didn't want the Israelites to grow. But, my God, this is just another form of of um, a decreasing the size of society. Now, when we go into the statistics of um, what race, Right, what race have um, abortions, then mm, it's something even greater to even begin to think about, people of God. Something even greater to think about. And so we all need to be on a no more abortion campaign. Um, I, I, I'm, and so I know we've been talking about the death of, uh, the death of a life, but Amen, glory to God. And even as I've been talking about, this is just a spiritual aspect, you know, because even when we abort our dreams, our goals, our destiny, the things that God has called for in our lives, we cause death to take place in the physical and other areas. So let me give you an example. Okay. And God has told you, Go open up a youth center. I need you to open up a youth center. And I need you to put it over here in this location. But you don't do it. God knows that in that area that youth need somebody in there to shine the light. They need somebody to draw them out of the street. They need somebody that is going to engage them in constructive activities so that it will be out of the street. They won't be game banging. So they won't be... Um, so they won't be um, having, uh, they won't be fornicating and things of that nature, you know, um, you know, engaging in activities that's not healthy for them. So when we see, so people are just not doing it. I'm not, I'm not opening up the youth center. I'm not opening up um, the ministry. I'm not opening up. Um, the, the training center, the financial development center. I'm not opening up the homeless shelter. I'm not opening up drug rehabilitation center, any of those things, right? But what if that teen center or that youth center would have helped a child not join a game, right, and not been put in situations? where they're now having engaged in game wars, where our youth are just dying at rapid, rapid rate on the street. Our young men dying in rapid rates on the street. What if there would have been somebody there in a form of an organization that God had called them to form to impart life into these young people. 
Their lives could have been saved. Their lives could have been changed. Their lives could have been rearranged. Amen, glory to God. Their life could have had a different outlook. It, death or jail would have not been their portion had the entities, amen, that God had already called forth in the earth. I just know in my heart that for every problem, the solution is already here, but the solution is locked up in you and locked up in me. My God, and it's just locked up in those who just refuse to do what it is that God has called for for them to do. Amen. And they're just aborting the word that God has called forth in their lives. And it's leaving people vulnerable, leaving people open, leaving it, leaving people uncovered uh, from getting what it is that God had put in place in the earth. Amen. So that their lives can be sustained for such a time as this. I'm just saying, people of God. It's another way to look at things, but I'm telling you, since he gave me my book, I've never been able, I've never been able to look at what takes place in society the same. I've never been able to look at it the same people of God, so... I'm just saying, just wanted to add a little bit of that to it, even as we was talking about this this law. So th- there were some questions and things that was polled. I was wondering if the, the, the New York law allows full-term abortion, right? And so, like the political term would say, the law permits abortions after 24 weeks if the health care professional determines the health and the life of the mother is at risk or the fetal is not viable. So, I mean, it yes, it could definitely happen if the health care professional um, decide that either one of those two things that the health of the life of the mother is at risk, those three things, rather, as well as if the fetal is not viable. So it is a professional decision. Professional decision. The other thing in here that it it dealt with or some things to think about. Now, normally um, the abortion um, act or what, what dealt with when it comes to abortion is usually under the, um, the area of a criminal act. And so now they they pushed it or pushed it over into um, the health. Um, they made it a health act, right? And so with that, it kind of allowed them to remove some of the um, criminal statutes that was placed within the previous law. 
people was able, it was something called a criminalized abortion, right? Um, but now, so in this act, they removed abortion. They, I mean, this particular act allowed them to remove abortions from the state penal code. When it um, came to homicide statues, right? They just removed it out of a period. And you have to go online and pull it, and it shows you what was added, and it shows you what all was crossed out and what all was deleted as well. So it leaves also leaves the woman vulnerable, you know. It leaves a woman a little vulnerable as well, right? Because if something happened, and and Lord forbid that, but if something happened and she get um, and she has to wind up going to the hospital and she lose the baby, the person that caused it to happen. They get no criminal charges because they've removed it out of the act. They're not considering because it has yet not um, been born. This is not, you know, considering it um, the baby to be life. Amen, glory to God. They're not considering that, considering the life of the baby or the child. Even though in the Word, the Word states, um, it talks about a child, a, um, a, a, a baby that's inside of a woman's womb. It considered it to be a child when we read Exodus 21 and 22 earlier. And so the word considered to be a child, but um, the world is now considering, under this law in New York, it's only in New York, that it's considering it to um, the unborn child not to have life. Or nobody being, let me say it this way, nobody being responsible for the life if it is taken before before birth before birth with which is um very very um unfortunately which is very very i mean extremely unfortunately amen glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah we're going to get ready to take a break here in the church. Amen. And then we're going to come back, and then we're just going to get over here in the Word. I'm going to deal with the Word for the rest of the remaining of the program. We I gave you some of the information or some of the facts I'm dealing here and the, the law. And so now we'll just, just deal straight with the Word, and I'll probably reference some of the law. Amen. Um, 
throughout us dealing with this word of truth. But we will be right back. Um, Dynamic people of God.
he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Thank you, Jesus. I am one of the redeemed. Not of any good that I have done or ever will do. I fall short each and every day. And Lord, I've been astray. But your love for me way back on Calvary paid the price for me. You kept your hand on me. From the hand of my enemy Lord, I thank you For sending your own Your only son For saving a wretch like me You gave me life abundantly For my mountain high For my mountain high My valley low You've done so much for me You didn't have to do it, Lord Redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. What a mighty God I serve. As I look around, I see blessings overflowing. New mercy, new grace. Each and Your name, a love that overwhelms me. You died and rose to save a sinner like me. I am redeemed from the hand of my enemy. Lord, I thank you for sending your own, your only son, for saving a wretch like me. You gave me life abundantly. For my mountain high, my valley low, you've done so much for me, you didn't have to do it, Lord. Lord, I'm so glad you did. I am redeemed from the hand of my enemy. Psalms 107, verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He has redeemed from the hand of my enemy. I've been given. I've been given because of the blood. Because of the blood. No rock will cry out in my place.
Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we do want to welcome you back to the In the Church TV and Radio Broadcast. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and you are alive in the church on tonight. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be unto God in this place. Amen. Amen. And amen. We just bless God. For each and every last one of you, we thank you for Africa joining us in the church. We thank you, Australia. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God for being in the church with us on tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless God. We know North America is in the house because that is where we are from. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. My God, uh, we just bless the name of the true living God in this place. Amen, amen, and amen. And it has been, I want to say, um, the United Kingdom. Hallelujah. That's what I want to say. Amen. Glory to God. I want to say the United Kingdom. Amen. Um, that have definitely, definitely um being um, with with us, amen, in the church. Uh, we have Germany and France. We just bless God uh, for you guys joining us in the church um, around the world, th- throughout the nations, amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, we don't take it lightly whatsoever. So it is an honor and a privilege to have you with us. Amen, amen, and amen. So I just wanted to give a little shout out. Amen, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me make sure I get Ireland in here on tonight. They they are among the top five as well. So United Kingdom, France, Germany, the United States, and Ireland in that order. Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brazil, I see you. Coming right on in, amen, um, in Jesus' name. So we just bless the name of, of Jesus, amen, for the love and the support that we get here um, in the in the church TV and radio broadcast from around the world throughout the nation. Tonight we're talking about, uh, we're dealing with uh, abortions in the church, a killing in the church. We're dealing with this murderous spirit um, that is just running rapidly. As we know, in the United States, Amen. We're, uh, we just had recently, um, just a, two months ago, or almost two months ago, a bill um, passed here, the Reproduction um, Act. Amen. Reproductive Health Act um, here in the United States um, that deals with abortions being taking place above 24 weeks where previously um, it was illegal to do abortions um, any time after 24 weeks. But morally, 
Amen. So that's physically according to the law. But morally, abortions, amen, abortions is um it is illegal spiritually or morally for children of God to do an abortion at any given time. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But we just have this murdering spirit that is rumping, running around so rapidly. Amen. Um, I started off reading you, um, with you guys Exodus chapter 1, verse 15, 15 down to 22. When we begin to deal with Pharaoh and um, the midwives, he's telling the midwives to um, kill the male sons of the Israelites. And Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I'm just um, curious in the land, where are those that fear God? The midwives had a fear of God. And we know the word says, the beginning, amen, of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. That is a life-changing um, moment for us, amen, when we fear God above all things. So when we fear God, amen, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, we won't, um, we, we'll be less likely. We, we will not abort the commands and the statutes of God, amen. We won't abort our moral code of conduct, our standard way of living according to God's word, Amen. In the name of Jesus. And we're going to get sucked in into what society is doing. And so you had Sephora and um, Sephora and Sephora here um, standing up for what was right. For what was right. The value of human life. Even back then, you got Pharaoh, is this murdering spirit upon him trying to decide who should live and who should die. And here we go, amen, I'm going to God. And in in these times, still with this murdering spirit, trying to decide who should live and who should die. Back then, he wanted all the male kids to die. Here, it just don't matter. Just However you feel, the way you feel, uh, Amen. Glory to God. If 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 it if it's not viable, if the the um if the baby life isn't viable, right? Or if it's to be any health issues with the mother, then let's take the baby's life. I'm reminded of Moses' mother, a woman of courage, a woman who was very, very courageous, that even though there was a command in the land that every son born of Israelite should be cast out in the river, this woman took a stand of courage. She took a, she made a statement in the land in spite of what society said. She said, you know what? My son going to live and not die. She said, my son is going to live and not die. But when I think about Moses, you know, what if she would have been like all of the other women in, in Israel and just would have allowed for 
her son to die. Moses, amen, he was one of the greatest leaders in, in, in the Bible. He was one of the greatest leaders that have been here on earth. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As he led the Israelites, as he stood up through to the king of Egypt. He followed the statutes and the commands and decrees of the Lord, and he led Israel, amen, um, glory to God, up out of bondage, amen. He He led them in the wilderness, amen, glory to God. Thank you. He stood in the gap on them, and he did great and mighty things. God did great and mighty exports through uh, Moses, many miracles and signs of wonders, followed him and this was a son this was a child amen glory to god um that uh that was scheduled according to the laws of the land for to die and so amen who is going to be courageous enough and say in spite of the reports that i'm hearing in spite of my God, um, thank you, Jesus. Uh, in spite of the report that is going on, in spite of what I'm hearing, even in spite of what I, I, I'm feeling, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. The Lord is the giver and taker of life. Amen. Glory to God. And we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna stand on the word of God because we never know. We never know the true outcome. Moses. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Even with his flaws and all, he was still a dynamic leader for the Lord. How many leaders are we or have we aborted? How many change angels for the kingdom of God have women aborted for one reason or another for every reason that we have to say well this is why i did it mm -mm. that is the truth that stands and that trump every reason that god is a sustainer of life he is a provisionary of all things Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He's still a miracle worker. He's still a may waker. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, my God. So whose report are you going to believe? Whose word are you going to stand on, people of God? But it's the selfishness of a man. We're living in a time, right? Well, this murdering spirit is rampant. The value of life um, is irrelevant. And you have self-centered people, right, and that places no value on the human life. The very thing is, is so valuable to God that nothing on this earth could redeem us. 
could redeem us from the empty life that we inherited. It was only because of the blood of Jesus. Only the king ransom, the blood of Jesus, was valuable enough to redeem us. That should let us know how high God esteems the life of human of humankind. Amen. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. But out of our self our selfishness or self centeredness, right? Um, you know, we, we it, this is an unplanned pregnancy or unwanted pregnancy, so let me kill it. This baby may be handicapped, so let me kill it. Um, this baby may be sick. I'm going to have to take it back and forth. Let me kill it. I'll have the finances. Let me kill it. Help us, Lord, in this place, that we would just die to our flesh and that we would no longer be selfish. But we'll be like Moses. We'll be like the uh, midwives. Amen. And we just fear the Lord, and we're just courageous. We'll be courageous. Look, he told Joshua, look, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do all the laws which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the left or the right. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, that you may prosper wherever you go, that you may prosper wherever you go. My Jesus. My Jesus. And so we got to stop being so self-centered or we're not valuing life. Somebody got to be courageous enough. Somebody got to have the faith in God to say, amen, God, I believe you no matter what the condition may be. No matter what the condition may be. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I, I have a, a little niece in um she was taken real early, prematurely um, from my sister. They said she had a better chance of living outside of the womb versus inside of the womb. Amen. And she was about, um, I think she was like, she probably was 24 weeks. And I remember my sister calling me and she said, you know what, um, they want to take the baby. They want to take the baby. And we had been talking about it for a couple of weeks, amen, because it had been um, the topic of conversation um, from previous visits. And so, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And I said, you know what, we're going to believe God. You know, I, I know what is said when, amen, a, a baby is born early. We we know that. You know, all of my mom's children was, was prematurely, and, and and quite a bit of them died, but quite a bit of us stayed alive, and, and we're still thriving as a living witness and testimony to the glory of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so my niece, she was born like almost two years ago, almost Two years ago, very, very premature. She probably was in the hospital more like four or five months before she even um, came home. But I'm telling you, that little baby girl is vibrant, full of life. And God going to do great things. God going to do great things through her. 
Amen. Um, God's going to do mighty things in her. Amen. In the name of Jesus, for the God. Um, amen. And so, you know, she just started walking. I was over at my sister's house, and um, amen. And she is just getting about, amen. And all my sister was like, you know, I kind of really want her to be walking by the time she gets to, you know, yes, she was preeming, so there are some things that was a little delayed, but however, but God, but God. And so we got to let God be God in our lives because he is a miracle worker. I've been looking at, I've seen um, videos and things of that nature, people who was born without um, limbs on their body, but they're living a viable life. They've learned to adjust and be independent, independent, amen, um, glory to God, with um, the way that they were born, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So it don't stop life. Amen. Only man would handicap you or try to cripple you when you are different. So I, why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this to say, look, life is valuable. We don't know the outcome. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But we would just trust God in the outcome Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We would trust God with the outcome of a matter, people of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, it, it will prosper. It will be successful if we trust him with the matter. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I mean, I, I, even earlier, a moment ago, I was talking, and I was just thinking about even the women who lost their life in childbirth in, in the Bible. You had a Rachel that lost her life, uh, that died at childbirth. And then you have, um, Ica, um, I said, I said um, Ichabob, that's the son, the child's name. But his mother died giving birth uh, to, to him as well. Um, Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But even as I think about, when you think about Rachel who lost her life in childbirth, but the baby still lived, and the baby, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Life was sustained, and um, the child was able to function, right? Um, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we, we never know. We never know what will come out of that life. And so let us not be those who want to make the decision. Amen. Because we got to know that God meets the need of his people. God meets the need of his people. And so God will meet our needs. Amen, greater God. He will meet the need of our circumstances if we would just trust him. If we would just trust him. So will there be some women and, and men of courage out there that will be like Moses' mother in 
Oh, my God. Well, she refused to kill her child. And she stood against the murderous law that was released in the land. That was released in the land. Will you, will you, will you? Will will there be some people in the land? So that's the natural side of it. But even in the spiritual side of it, you don't know the outcome. Amen. God has placed inside of us, I call them babies. I call them babies, our dreams, our visions, right, aspirations, our goals, things that we desire. I call them babies, amen. And so God has placed those babies on the inside of us. And we just need to move, give birth, right, to the word of God, move in the word of God, because we don't know, amen, how the outcome is going to come. We just know he give a promise, amen, and he's going to sustain it. That's all we need. Only thing, I, only thing I need to know is that he gave the word, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And surely as he's ordered your steps, he's going to pay the bill. It's already established, dynamic people of God. We just got to move in the word. We got to stop making excuses. And I understand, look, Moses made excuses at first, too. He was looking at his flaws. He was looking at his defects. He was looking at these things. And because he was ready to abort the word of God for his life, he was ready. He was like, "Mm, not me. He was ready to abort that word. But God, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. But God... But God encouraged him to hold fast to the word. God encouraged him. He's like, I can't speak. Mm-mm, God said, I'm going to give you the word to speak. That's okay. That's okay. God will not allow him to abort the word. So don't abort the word. We're here dealing with this whole Reproduction Health Act. Amen. You have to look at the, the the physical side of it, but more importantly, look at the natural side. I mean, the spiritual side. Because if we get, um, if we deal with the spiritual side, the natural side is going to take care of itself. I truly believe that, as God spoke it in my heart. I believe it. And so, you know, Moses had an identity crisis just like so many of us have. He felt inadequate. He felt, amen, I'm going to got insufficient. He felt unqualified just like many of us. Because he was looking at um, what mankind would cause you to look at. Um, He was looking at um, what mankind would probably say would be deficiencies. Mankind would say they're deficiencies, but God would say, amen, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. I mean, just the way you are. Just the way you are. You're perfect. 
to do it just the way you are. He designed you that way, amen, with the call in mind. And so he he wanted to reject. He wanted to abort it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, who, who am I to go to Pharaoh? And that I should bring, he said, who am I to go to Pharaoh? Who am I to bring the children out of Israel? My God. And God was like, okay, I'm going to be with you. And he said, I'm going to be with you, and here's going to be a sign that I sent you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So he felt inadequate, incapable. He was ready to abort. He went through five different things. Then he um, he told the people, I mean, he, he asked God, amen. He said, when I get to the children of Israel and say to them, Amen. That the God of your father has sent me to you. He's like, and they say to me, what is his name? He's like, just tell them I am who I am. That That's what sent you. Say, I am has sent you. My Jesus. People gonna question. People gonna question it. Amen. Glory to God. People gonna question the call. People gonna question your assignment. It's gonna be questioned. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But you just gotta be confident, assured, and know, hey, I am has sent me. Stop allowing people to cause you to abort the word of God for your life, people of God. Moses felt that people would not believe him. He, he, he felt that the people wouldn't believe him. He said, suppose they don't listen to my voice. And they say, the Lord hadn't sent you. And he had to tell them, look, what's in your hand? He had to, he had to tell the man, like, what's, what's in your hand, Moses? <laughs> And when he asked him what was in his hand, and he said, it's a rod in my hand, he said, cast it on the ground. And he did it, and it became a serpent. Then he told him, reach out the hand, take it by the tail, and catch it. And he gave him some other things, but he was just showing him, look, Moses, don't don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in the people, whether they're going to believe you or not, you just need to believe. The only person that God needs to believe in what it is that he's calling you to do is you. Other people may have to catch it later, but he needs you to believe. Amen. So that you begin to move in what it is that he's called for in your life. Then Moses began to take, I, I don't speak eloquently. I don't, you know, he's like, I stutter or whatever. <laughs> I don't speak real well. So what? God said, I'm going to give you the words to say. Who cares? 
God's like, I knew you a stutterer, uh, Moses, when I called you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to put the words in your mouth. Then Moses, guess what? He, amen. He just, Moses was rough. He was rough. Amen. Great God. Thank you, Jesus. Great God. Then he even wanted to tell God, God, send somebody else. He said, send somebody else. Send somebody else. Who asking somebody? Who asking God? You know what? I can't do that. Just send somebody else. That that assignment is too big. Somebody else can take you on that job. Just send somebody else, Lord. And here is God, God. Oh, my God, Jesus. So he said in Exodus 4, he said, but he said to, but he said, oh, my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else you may send. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, It's not Aaron, the Levite, your brother. I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with I will be with your mouth and with his mouth. And I will teach you what you shall do. So he shall be your spokesman to the people. And he himself shall be a mouth for you. And you shall be to him as God. And you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the sign. I'm reading this to say, go do the work. No more excuses. Your purpose should be non-negotiable. You should no longer continue to have spiritual abortion, miscarriages, and stillborns for what it is that God has placed on the inside of you. The time is to move now. The time to move is now. It's no longer... Amen. You can no longer be delayed, hiding behind the excuses of life because God has great need of you. God has great need of you. And every excuse you have, he has the solution. He has the solution already. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So that you can be successful. I love it. God has set it up so that you can be successful. 
He set up Joshua so he can be successful. He set up Jeremiah so he can be successful. He set up Moses so he can be successful. So you might as well just go ahead with your successful self and do what it is that thus says the Lord because that's where your success is. Anything else, you're going to struggle. Anything else is going to be a struggle for your life. I thought that you won't have to struggle. It's time to no longer, don't wrestle with God. Don't wrestle with God on your purpose. Don't don't wrestle with God because you, you, you've you been through so much in life and you've been under Pharaoh and, um, my God, that have suffocated, try to suffocate the life of God's word out of you because you went through trials and tribulations and now you're doubting who you are, who God has called for for you to be. Oh, we rebuke that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. We tear down every wall of excuse right now in the majestic name of Jesus that you will no longer abort the word of God for your life. You will move in position and you will do what it is that God has commissioned you to do in this very hour in the majestic name of Jesus. You would no longer live and operate under a murderous spirit. In the majestic name of Jesus, you shall live. Your vision shall live. Your purpose shall live. Your destiny shall live. Your vision shall live. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory to God. No more abortions. No longer aborting your assignment. No longer aborting your purpose. No longer aborting the vision, the goals that God has placed on the inside of you. I speak courage into your spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I speak strength into you right now in the majestic name of the I speak boldness unto you right now in the majestic name of Jesus hallelujah I speak a spirit of obedience to God unto you right now in the majestic name of Jesus glory be unto God in this place Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I, I, I speak it in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that God's word, so that God's word will come to pass. Amen. Will come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory, glory. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know what? It has been an awesome, amazing, and wonderful time in the church with you on tonight. Um, dynamic people of God. And we bless God for each and every last one of you for convening in the church with us on tonight. We'd definitely love to have you with us next week and bring somebody along with you. Amen. Connect with us on our social media platforms, on Facebook and Instagram at In the Church, on Twitter at In the Church Live. 
We look forward to discussing this conversation even more with you offline. Amen. Glory to God. You can um, send us any questions or comments that you may have. Amen. On any one of those different platforms, you can go to inthechurch.com. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To submit any um, questions that you may have, even episode topics as well. Um, We're here. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To um, deal with and talk with every matter of concern. Amen. That you may have. Amen. And let us just dig and dive into the word of God for God's people. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto God in this place. As I am led, matter of fact, I am going to just read a prayer. We are going to close out for the night in a moment. People of God, I was getting ready to close out, and I'm glad the Spirit of the Lord just quickened my spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And this compelled me to pray. This prayer here is in my book, Abortions in the Church, um, Divine Strategies of Spiritual Deliverance. And so it, it is in my book, amen. And so even as it just lead me to or led me to lift up this prayer for God's people on tonight, amen. If, if you know somebody that's operating under this spirit, amen, I would encourage you to have them to um, get them on now or have them listen to the replay. You can go to endthechurch.com, amen, where to God, and click on the radio, and you'll get um, a listing of all of our previous broadcasts. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come unto your throne of grace to honor you and to lift you up, almighty Lord. You are the Lord of lords and the kings of all kings. We bow down before you at your holy feet, saying, thank you, Lord, for being the apple of our eye. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the great I am. And boldly we stand against the accuser of the brethren on tonight as he has sought us out and devised schemes to cause spiritual abortions with our purpose, dreams, visions, goals, desires, aspirations. My God. On today, Father, Oh, we thank you that in the name of Jesus, that every scheme and plot that the enemy has set forth within our life is canceled. We praise you because you have declared that no weapon that formed against us shall prosper. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Oh, how we thank you, my God, for teaching us your ways and covering us in your truth. We declare decree in the name of Jesus that the hand of the adversary is loose off of our purpose, off our promises, off our dreams, off our vision, off our children, off our finances, off our health, off of everything that is concerning us, oh God, and we bind it into the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. 
sin, you'll consume in fire, Lord, and consume every spirit of a every spirit of association with this murderous spirit. Consume every spirit associated with spiritual disengagement, adultery, and codependency that is in our life so that we will move in faith. We thank you for the flame of fire consuming every lying tongue and every unclean spirit to purify our souls so that we may walk upright and hope in you again within you that we trust. We declare there shall be no residue left for we are sanctified and purified through your mercy and grace by the blood of the precious Lamb, who is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We praise you, Lord, that everything that is fighting up against our prophetic destiny will fail because you are with us. In the name of Jesus, we stand. We will stand as your lamp and give birth to two our purpose, vision, dreams, and goals, as you have established them in our life. Oh, our rock, our strength, our shield, and our reward. That is who you are, oh Lord. Every word you have spoken about our life shall come to pass. And we're determined to press toward the higher mark that you have called for our lives. We have the mind of Christ, and we are here to do the your perfect will alone. We denounce our will and the will of man over our life. We'll serve you all our days. Our lips shall exalt your name as you have so diligently marked out all the days of our life existence. Almighty King, you shall find us in your sanctuary as we dwell in your presence. Seeking the steps that you have ordered for our lives so that we may walk in your precepts and statutes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We come within your presence to abide and to take refuge because you alone, O God, is whom and we trust. Evil will no longer keep us from doing your will because in you we have nothing to fear we worship you for casting out all fears and covering our multitudes of sin your faithfulness has preserved us and kept us from death for this Lord for this Father my God we commit our lives unto you so that every word you have spoken can birth through us. We thank you, Lord, that it is all done as we seal this prayer in the blood of the precious Lamb, who is your phenomenal Son, our dynamic Savior, outstanding brother, loving and caring friend, whom is Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have prayed, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight, and we look forward to being with you next week. Next week. Amen. In another powerful episode of the In the Church TV and Radio Broadcast, which is an award-nominated show for the SPIN Awards, the Gospel Image Award, and the Gospel Choice Award. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, so we just bless God in this place. Amen. With that being said, dynamic people of God, we're going to go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You guys have an amazing day in Jesus' name. Glory, glory, glory be unto God.